This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You know, it's ironic. Vancouver's gotten as expensive as New York City, hasn't it? And one of the reasons why short-term rentals in Vancouver are so profitable and hence more attractive to landlords over long-term rentals is price. And the reason why price is so good for short-term rentals is because Vancouver has a lack of hotel rooms. So not enough hotel rooms, people need places places to stay, and there you can see what happens. It's like a domino effect. So how do we fix this hotel room part? Because that's one aspect to this that can help us, you know, fix this rental situation too. So joining us now is ABC Vancouver City Councilor Sarah Kirby-Young. Thanks for being here. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How short are we when it comes to hotel rooms in this city? Uh, We are very short. In fact, we've been going in the opposite direction. We've seen a downward uh, trajectory in hotel rooms. Um, We are projected to have demand exceed supply by 2026, so three years from now. And since we hosted the Olympics in 2010, we've actually lost 1,500 hotel rooms, which is crazy when you think about it. Um, our tourism industry has continued to grow, but we are losing hotel rooms um, and we will continue to lose more. We lost another 550 during the pandemic um, when a number of those rooms were taken out and converted uh, for social housing uses. And it has a knock-on effect, as you said, um, because it impacts the local housing market and, and the attractiveness of short-term rental, but also our small businesses who need those customers. And do you think that is having a big impact when it comes to short-term rentals versus long-term rentals? Um, I definitely think that it's related. Uh, You see it um, in terms of uh, permitting. So think about the housing analogy. People sometimes will do unsanctioned permitting uh, because it takes too long to get a permit at City Hall. It's the same thing if there's an attractive market out there and um, people can't find a hotel room. It's a pretty attractive option to short-term rent your place. And so that becomes a real challenge um, in terms of people that are working around the rules. And um, the rates they can command are huge. We already have the most expensive hotel rooms in the country. What are we doing then to fix the hotel problem? So I'm bringing a motion forward that uh, we will hear at the first council sessions back in September uh, to actually take this seriously and set targets. Uh, for the 10,000 hotel rooms that we are predicted to be short in the coming generation, just like we set targets for housing and measure it. The policies we've had in the past have really been guidelines, but they haven't been enabling policies that allow outright zoning or um, uh, the ability to fast track through a rezoning process, allow them in other geographic areas of the city, um, potentially allow more density for hotels. I think there's a number of uh, options that we can use to bring things forward, creative and different uses. Uh, I think we'll see some really interesting proposals coming forward for new hotels in the coming weeks. But um, a, a big part of it is taking it seriously because I think the tourism industry was always an undersung hero um, and it contributes hugely to our local economy. And it was sort of like, yeah, but that's not as important as housing. And I think now what we're trying to show people is that it's actually really linked to the health of our housing market if we don't have enough hotel supply. It's all connected, right? Like if you're making it so attractive for landlords to have short-term rentals, that's what's going to happen. And so if it is all connected, then are there other things that we can do to incentivize landlords going the long-term rental route? Yeah, I, I absolutely think that uh, that we can. I think number one is, is you know, providing enough homes for people. And so 
Um, it's it's not just about renting out homes. Like we need enough purpose built rental in the city, and we need to move that forward more quickly. Uh, we saw things like the loss of uh, the waiver of GST federally on rental housing supply, a number of things that have made it challenging to build rental. Um, and so a lot of that is around expediting some of that housing and getting it through the system more quickly. That's a huge part of it because people want that security of tenure. They don't necessarily want to be renting in someone's house, and we don't want to rely on stock in terms of that being incremental. It's great to have somebody renting out a basement suite or a duplex or a laneway, um, but that's just part of the mix. We need to put a lot of solutions on the table. And what about the idea that, you know, for landlords, it's a choice between not wanting to have a long-term rental because they have perhaps like trust issues with that or they they feel they don't have enough protection? Yeah, I, I think I think absolutely it's a balance there. And, and that may be why sometimes short-term rental is more attractive. But uh, again, I could go back to the fact that when you're creating so much pressure, the reason uh, I think that people are feeling so insecure in their housing um, is because we're not providing a lot of that secure ongoing stock, just like uh, we're not providing enough hotel supply. So it's really about getting serious, I think, and dealing with the root causes of the issues. When you're in a situation where you're actually focused just purely on enforcement around short-term rental, you're already dealing with a symptom of the problem. You're not dealing with the root cause, which is let's get enough homes built for people and enough rental homes and let's get enough hotel rooms for people that are coming to visit the city and support our local economy. Are we even doing enough enforcement when it comes to the short-term rental licensing? Uh, the city of Vancouver does an incredible amount of enforcement. There's a couple thousand cases that are looked at every year. Um, but again, I think we've got a perfect storm of, of sort of pressure points um, that are leading people to perhaps step outside of the rules where you're only supposed to short-term rent your primary residence. Um, and that's what we see happening. But um, I'd rather sort of focus on dealing with the issue. Enforcement is important. We'll continue to do it. Uh, we know the province is going to come out with some regulations in the fall um, that will strengthen the tools that municipalities have for enforcement. And so we're looking forward to having those. Um, but again, I want to make sure that we've got enough stock of hotel rooms and enough rental homes for people that they can have a secure um, reliable place to live that so they don't have to worry about being kicked out um, by a landlord because it's not a purpose-built rental. Right. Like when you talk about hotel rooms, though, I mean, you can approve a new hotel, but like that still be years away from being used. So is there a more immediate solution, perhaps? Uh, I think there's several. Uh, as I mentioned, I think there's some creative uses coming forward. We're going to hear some exciting proposals about hotels, I think, in September. Um, another one is that seeing the conversion of office. Um, as experts are saying that uh, we're seeing some of the office folks not renewing their leases because during the pandemic, life changed and people are going back to work, but not at the same numbers. And they're not going back full time necessarily five days a week. So you've got a couple of proposals. There's one recently on Broad Street with a medical building that was purchased recently, um, and that's going to be converted from office use to hotel. And I think you're going to see more projects coming forward like that. Oh, that would be interesting. Well, I look forward to hearing about it. Thanks for your time. No worries. Have a great day. You too. That's Sarah Kirby Young, ABC Vancouver City Councilor, talking about the the hotel crunch that we have in Vancouver. We are at fewer hotel rooms than we had, um, you know, during the Olympics. We're fewer hotel rooms than we had even before the pandemic. We lost something like five hundred hotel rooms, as she pointed out, during the pandemic, and haven't put those back. And yeah, that crunch in hotel rooms is one of the reasons why short 
short-term rentals are so attractive to landlords out there. The other reason why is what Jeremy refers to as a trust issue. And I think there's some merit to this as well. Jeremy says he's in the hotel business and he says, I get to converse with many people in my industry and those with both short and long-term rental units. And he said, by far more and more homeowners are withdrawing from offering their homes for long-term rental. And the reason he says is almost universally a trust issue. He believes that the landlord-tenant legislation makes it too difficult. He calls it virtually impossible to deal with a bad tenant. And so often the costs for damage, non-payment of rent, and refusal to vacate are very substantial. He said the short-term rentals are certainly lots of work, and many owners sporadically put their property in and out of offering that service in their properties. Uh, But he said you can in some markets make a substantial income that way. And I know that there are people in Vancouver who would much rather make that income off the short-term rental situation rather than long-term. So how do we fix that? Where is that balance? How do we repair that trust issue, as Jeremy said, that would help us get more in the market and perhaps have landlords more willing to offer long-term rentals?